Hey everyone, before we kick things off here, just want to let you know, you'll see maybe a few notes for this episode and a link over to Kafarucast, Aaron's podcast, which if you haven't, please like and subscribe both these podcasts, share the posts, we certainly appreciate it, and thank you for listening, don't forget the coupon code NBHGIFT for some free Maven swag. Uh, at your Maven order, and if you enter the coupon code GENTLEMAN when you order something from Outdoor Vitals, that is, I think it's $50 or more, they'll send you a free inflatable camping pillow, which is pretty badass, so check those out, and on to the show. I don't know what kind of terrible decisions you've made in your life to land you here. But here you are, so you may as well listen. It's time for the confessional. Off with a question. I want you to give Are you me recording? the recording. That's important. I'm, I'm recording. All and right. Th- this is a very serious question. So I want you to think about it before you give me your answer. Would you wash a down jacket in the washing machine? No. I don't need to think about it. <laughs> why? Why wouldn't you do that? So when the uh, so when the down gets wet, it clumps up. It's difficult to get it to dry. Now, when a down gets wet from just camping, you know, water gets on it, it gets flat. You know, there's no cycle to it. Where when you got in the washer and it's spinning, it's generally, um, this is my own theory on it, but it's generally spinning clumped up down, making it even more clumped up and stuck in one spot. Now, in theory, as it dries, you can fluff it up and, uh, you know, get it to this place again. But I would have a professional do it. Now, here's why I asked that question, and that is the exact answer I would give. Well, not exact answer, but pretty damn close to what I would tell somebody. Unfortunately, for me... Can I, can I throw one more thing in? Yep. I've ruined multiple down jackets. So yeah. One of the reasons I'm a little more, you know, cautious there, than I used to be. If, Go if ahead. you search it, the people on the internet are like, oh, well, wash it, then throw it in the dryer with tennis balls. I'm going to tell you guys right now. Don't fucking wash down products. I washed to a Western Mountaineering jacket and ruined it. It never was the same. And here's my example. Yesterday, I get home. I I just got a new Mountain Hardware Puffy off Sierra Trading Post for Christmas, right? Which is a good puffy. I know it's one you're talking about. Yeah, and I'll tell you what. I got it, and I was just like... This this jacket is fucking amazing. It, it was great, great jacket, and I was so fucking happy with it. And uh, I get home and I'm looking for it, and I go to my wife. I'm like, "Hey, uh, have you seen my my red down jacket?" She says, "Yeah, it's uh, in the washer." I'm like, "What? What do you mean it's in the washer?" And she's like, "Yeah, it smelled like smoke, so I put it in there." And I'm just like, "Oh, my heart sank. It just sank." She's like, no, I read online. Da, 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 da. So she gets it out, puts it in the dryer, does whatever the fuck they tell you to do online. 
Yeah, I'm throw looking, a shoe in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Throw a shoe, tennis balls, sock balls, whatever the fuck. I'm looking at it this morning, and it looks like it went from a solid 10 to a 2. Yeah, like, it's flat now, right? Uh, I would say half, half lost, half the loft minimum. So can I give some explanations on down here? I would love how it to works. I, I, I know how it works, but for those people out there who may not, please do. Okay, so let's say, hypothetically, you've got a 15-degree down sleeping bag. And, and, or you could say a down jacket, although they don't do temp rating. Now, when you have that 15-degree bag, it could be 650 filled down, which is a lower quality, or it could be 900 filled down, which is a very high quality. And it, the 650 fill, what that is, if you took a gallon jar, it will take more of the 650 fill to fill that jar than it would the 900, because the 900's fluffier, it has less stems in it, and it, uh, it just springs out, which creates that big loft gap, where with the 650, it takes more, you still get the same, same temperature rating, but your garment or sleeping bag is heavier because it takes more to fill up that jar. Now, when you have a very high quality down, it's really puffy and fluffy. And you can just tell picking up two different down jackets. I mean, you can pick them up and immediately both are fluffy. One weighs nothing, one weighs a shitload. So when you get that down wet, even hydrophobic down, which is treat it down you know it's still once it gets wet and if you ever seen a wet feather it's all stuck together and clumpy and then when you dry it generally it's lost its flow or when you wash it and dry it it's lost its fluffiness and it's not it doesn't have as much loft in it or or fluffiness as it did before so then the hydrophobic thing started and that was started in the medical industry for basically you know people that were bedridden that their pillows got so freaking stinky, they started this hydrophobic down, and so the down wouldn't impregnate with, like, bacteria or whatever, right? That's where it started before the outdoor industry. So with hydrophobic, the idea being it takes longer for it to get it wet. And then it obviously, um, you know, you're, you're, you're not as susceptible to the outdoor elements or whatever. And uh, whew, I'm doing 225 this morning. <laughs> Let me tell you what. It ain't feeling good, bitch. Um, so that uh, is why when you look at the synthetic stuff, you can beat the living shit out of it. Never goes flat on you. And I'm really trying hard not to be a douche about it at home. But we had worked yeah. out a thing of where, and I'm grateful for her washing it in a way, but we had worked out a system where I asked her before, please don't put wa or wash any of my clothes unless I ask you or I put it there myself. Don't touch it. Yeah. And so it, I was just, I was, just, I'm just sick about it. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm fucking sick about it. I loved this goddamn jacket. It was perfect. It was perfect. And now it sucks. <laughs> That's funny. It's really not funny, but I've ran into that. No, you know what it's like? Erectile dysfunction. I've, I've never had it, but I feel like that, that is how this would work. You go from this <laughs> glorious thing in your pants to just this limp noodle. So I'm swinging this limp noodle around now, and it sucks. Well, and I have screwed up um, not just down, but so many different outdoor products. 
not always to the fault of the manufacturer. Some of it's a hundred percent Snyder. I just didn't listen, didn't pay attention, you know, didn't didn't follow the instructions. And in the end, you know, I have this glorious piece of gear that's now this glorious piece of shit because I didn't listen. And uh, and down has been one of those. So, and and as I say all this, I'm a huge proponent of down in the right, like up where you're at. Super cool, right? I mean, yeah, it's, it's been rocking negative twenty twenty four here lately. Yeah, it's Arctic cold. So, in comparison to the west side, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't promote down as much or at all compared to Arctic cold temperatures where down is is usually a better option. The thing that I have found when people are taking advice online is there will be someone that has used down in the Pacific Northwest. They're not lying. They're telling the truth. They've had great luck. They also have amazing field craft. They've been in the woods for 20 years. They know what the fuck they're doing, but then they're giving advice to someone that may or may not have the experience and hasn't experienced, you know, the serious issue of when down goes flat, like your sleeping bag. And so, you know, you got to be careful, you know, anytime you're, uh, you're taken down into like very wet conditions because you really got to be mindful of protecting it. And it's the difference though, between it coming in contact with water and it being saturated with water and then vibrated violently into place. You know, I, I would and, liken it and, to... And spun in circles. And spun in circles. I would liken <laughs> it to concrete that's being vibrated. There's a big difference. You know, if you don't vibrate concrete, it's you might take a form off and you're going to see po- air pockets and shit, right? Yeah. When you vibrate it, you just got rid of your air pockets. On top of that, when you add the water, again, making it less susceptible to having air pockets and down works insulation works because of air pockets take those air pockets away and you've now taken away your insulation yeah and that's the thing uh well it's not air pockets i guess it's sort of air pockets but yeah you're creating uh a distance in space for your heat to get trapped right and that that's another thing i don't think people understand is you know in my case, if I, my body's not producing heat, it doesn't fucking matter what I have on for a jacket because there's no heat being trapped because I'm not producing any. The thicker down jackets don't make you warmer like because you just put it on. It's like, oh, this is a warmer jacket. What it does is a better job of trapping your body heat. Yeah, it's insulating you. It's it's slowing down the thermodynamic process of heat conduction. Yeah, and heat loss or whatever. Right, yeah, exactly. Right. Um, you know, colder object touches a warmer object. The warmer object will get cooler, and the cooler object gets warmer. For those of you who well, didn't, didn't know, <laughs> that's how it works. <laughs> you could probably get like Barclow on here from from Sitka, you know, because he's a pretty fucking smart seller. Because he um. A lot of the stuff he said, I really agree with. Well, actually, everything he said, I agree with because movement is life, right? So yep. if you you got to move to create body heat. So people, the big ginger was laughing at me on the mule deer hunt because in the midst of a stock, we're in the corn stubble. I'm so fucking cold, dude. I racked out 75 push-ups. 
he's like, what do you do? I mean, he's, you know, laughing. I'm like, no, you don't understand, brother. I have to. Like, I will start shaking so uncontrollably that I can barely hook my, I won't be able to feel my hands because I lose feeling in my feet. My hands pretty easy when it's like, you know, we're talking. You're basically Jack Skellington. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it was, you know, 20 degrees with like a 30, 40 mile an hour wind. So I don't know what that equals to in temperatures, but it's cold as I can handle and still hunt. And so, you know, when your core is warmer, it helps your hands and your feet. So I just stay warm. And, And a lot of times, you know, when people, when I get into a super cold situation, I'll either, I'll do one of two things, build a fire and stand by it, or I'm going to go hike in circles. You know, I'll go hike up, I'll scout around the camp, I'll do whatever. I come back, I'm getting in the sleeping bag and trapping all that heat I just made inside. Now, you know, you have to be mindful of sweat too. You don't want to be sweating all the time, so you have to be careful with that. But, um, you know, as far as the down goes, I think down's great. I think down can, you know, kill you if you're not paying attention to it in wet conditions. In your case, your wife watching. <laughs> you're fucking right. <laughs> and it sucks. And I'll stop bitching about it and being a bitch about it. But I'm fucking bummed. I'll tell you that much. I am fucking bummed. When I, and I think a lot of guys know this. When they have that like one favorite piece of gear or kit and something happens to it beyond your control and it gets ruined, it is a bummer. Yeah, ruined and stolen are the two worst. Yeah, stolen. Uh, that may be worse actually. That may be worse because then it's there's no, it's gone, totally gone, and some fuck stick out there has it, and that's the fucking worst. Well, I, I gotta say, like, you know, you brought up like the the wife girlfriend situation, and uh, like with Amy, um, now every girlfriend I've had has washed merino wool, which I hate because it's tricks. So, or not washed, dry. Washing doesn't bother me a bit. I hang dry. Right. Uh, now, Amy, I will say, she is very good. Now, now, there's a couple, we, we stumbled a few times, and I'm not addicted about it because, you know what I mean? How much You're grateful. She goes you're grateful. Very grateful, right? If she had me go do some bullshit in the house, and then I, you know, don't put this soap here, here, I'm not going to remember that shit, right? Like, oh, you don't put that on that countertop? Oh, my bad. I guess you shouldn't have me do it. I know the feeling. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, you know, but one thing, though, like with her in the field, right, like, you know, true beginner, greeny in the field and learning about layering insulation, when to do what and why. And her, her core, she's, she's hot all the time, right? She's warm. And so me, not so much. And so, like, I'm trying to get her to tell me what she needs uh, for clothing um, off a pretty limited uh, amount of experience without like really, you know, pushing her um, one direction or another, you know, cause she, she airs a little bit to the side of, you know, lighter weight on the layering system. Um, you know, like she's got a thin base layer, but then her next kind of fleece layer, um, she's probably going to run one, quite a bit thinner than me like yesterday i bought her a couple arcteryx tops which she about shit because she's super frugal right mm-hmm. and i'm like look a little fucking lizard down there slap on 80 bucks more than what you think it is just out of the gate she's like this is a cotton sweater it's 129 dollars i'm like but it's got the little lizard 
it's got, it's got the cool money. bones on it. <laughs> yeah. So, but we got her, um, it was between the Patagonia, um, R1 fleece hoodie, which is basically the, that new hoodie from, um, uh, I think it's exactly the same light. material as what first Light's using. Which, yep. and I'm then, a huge fan of that R1, although I've had two and lost both. I'm a big fan of well, the R1. And I'm getting to those cause I love them too. Um, you know, Patagonia feel like they're anti-hunting. I've talked to the people in Patagonia, very important people, but they're pro-earth. Now, if that goes against hunting, they're doing it, right? It can be for hunting. They're also pro-profits. So if it's yeah, going to well, make yeah, them look bad, on, they're going to fucking hide, like, whatever. Oh, yeah, 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 without a doubt. You know, because I have a lot of people that work for Patagonia that hunt and fish. And I don't, I'm not talking fucking birds, right, like big game. But again, they're not going to jeopardize you know, the company, I mean, I'm dealing with an optics company right now, a couple of them that Zeiss, Swarovski, and Nikon are all the same way. Don't piss off the antis, right? I mean, that's how it is. But anyway. They don't want friction. Yeah. So we looked at that, um, the Patagonia stuff and our carrots. And I'm like, hey, these are both waffle fleeces that both have a, a blend that dries fast. And the first one. And a mammoth. And the mammoth was I was too about thick. to say, I was going to say to you, you know who makes a great waffle fleece is mammoth or mammoth. And, and that, you pronounce that, it? I always say mammoth because it makes me feel cooler. But you <laughs> you know, that one's a little cool. bit <laughs> thicker. And I like, so, you know, and I'm laughing at REI because I'm like, so you want a fucking sleeveless or you want a t shirt with a zipper? It's what you want. She's like, don't be an asshole. I'm like, I'm not being an asshole. A three quarters. I'm zip. telling you. <laughs> to tell me she wants a full zip t-shirt okay and i'm like you you want a full zip long sleeve t-shirt basically what i would consider a t-shirt <sighs> yes that's what i want i'm like that's all you got to tell me we're heading over here and so we got you know she's laughing because when you know when i go in there i immediately know you know what i okay that's what i want to go grab so as soon as she told me what she wanted we went to that patagonia and the art carriage and she, the only reason why we didn't get the Patagonia one is the fit wasn't as good for her as the art carrot. Mm-hmm. But um, I guess what I'm getting at here, when we went hiking, she's truly as green as the grass when it comes to, um, you know, field work, right? Like field craft. She doesn't mm-hmm. know what she's doing. She's never done. Her bush she's a hard worker. Oh, it's not even good now, but, but I'm trying to tell her, like, the whole, the, you know, the acronym from the military for cold cleanliness, overheating, looseness, and layers, um, and uh, uh, stay dry. Jesus. That's what happens when you lift and think. Um, and I'm like, look, you, you have got to, um, you know, you've got to stay, like, mindful of what's going on. When you get to camp, you pull that base layer off. You put another layer on. If it's possible, hang dry that thing. But you want to get that layer dry, which is important why you have, you know, very technical fabric. You know, you want that to dry extremely fast. And then I was explaining to her, if it's really cold, pull that off. We'll get it dry. Or put your puffy on, uh, your puffy jacket, and your body heat can eventually dry it out, depending upon the situation. But you generally want to strip that one and get it off so that wetness is off your body. Um, and she, because she's so, like, body core temperature is so hot, right? 
she just didn't get the fact of why it isn't bad to just stop when you're warm and not do anything. Well, <laughs> we stopped once that cold froze to her body. And I just was like, fuck it. She learned the hard way, right? She's Italian, right? It's hard headed as shit. I love her dad. I don't give a fuck. I, I mean, I'll see her either way, but I'm like, all right, whatever. <laughs> Dude, she started shivering like a cat shit and rage of blades. And I, she's like, how did I get so cold? I'm like, we just hiked six miles in. You're soaking ass wet. A storm came in. It's like a 20 mile an hour wind. Yeah. Even though you put jackets on above that, all you're doing is kind of insulating fucking wet cold now. Like you're, like you're not, you know, that stuff's freezing to your body. As you're as your you're holding drops. the cold in now. Yeah. And it's like that jacket's not enough to keep you, you know, warm with that wet layer. And so that's why the 15 seconds it takes to pull that jacket or that shirt off and swap it out is vital. And guys see me um, like that, you know, the, the system I wear with Sitco or the system I wear with First Flight or Arcterics, it's the same system every time. Different pieces from different companies. I've got a merino, you know, base layer. I've got some type of a fleece, um, you know, hoodie over that. And over that, if it's cold, I have another fleece non-hooded layer goes over the hooded layer. And I can strip, you know, add and subtract from those three different, uh, you know, items, right? Well, if you've never backpack hunted, you know, you should get yourself in some trouble. You're not going to die or anything. But you get pretty geek shit if you're not paying attention to your clothing. The clothing you have doesn't dry. It's cotton. You know, whatever, it's down and gets wet. You know, it can make for a pretty miserable experience. Right, like... My, I have a pretty set system for winter hiking, doing the high peaks and stuff like that, or snowshoeing. And it's, I use, I have Under Armour underlayers right now, but I'm going to be switching over to the Merino wool first light ones. And, uh, but other than that, I think it's pretty, pretty solid. And it's the Rab pants I got that have a little bit of insulation, just a little bit of like a fleece to them on the inside. And then yeah. they have the, moisture water resistant to the outside and then it goes merino top that t-shirt followed by an r1 or some layer like that and then i have a mamut soft shell where you can open the zippers up and then you can unzip the side almost all the way up to that armpit zipper so you can really make it uh disperse heat easily and then for the top of the mountain i keep a big puffy jacket in my pack yes dude that's pretty much what me do i do minus the soft shell i don't i don't fuck around with soft shells if i was in extreme if i was in colder weather like snow that's why i do it usually in snow yep yep you want to keep that moisture off you and that's you know it's a great segue for a product you Mm -hmm. haven't mentioned by first light which i'm pretty stoked about is their big puffy they're coming out with dude there's multiple and I, again, please, whoever's listening, I don't want any fucking chuckleheads telling me to, to pick a system. I'm going to use everything, so suck it if you don't like that. You know who I'm else? I'm going to use the products I want. You know who else makes a great puffy? But I haven't tried it yet, but I hear it's really good. It's Kafaru's Lost Parka. <laughs> yeah, that's a survival puffy. Um, so First Light has a kick-ass soft chill coming out. Uh, pretty windproof um, fleece liner. 
you know, I've been lucky. I've been able to use this stuff for a while and, and bounce it against my Arc'teryx, my Mammut, my Montbell stuff, my Sitka stuff. Um, I got some ASAT stuff coming in too. But anyway, they also have that down jacket I'm wearing in the tree stand next weekend or next weekend, next month. Um, to, to, I'm going to, I'll use it for mountain hunting but I'm also going to use it in the tree stand to bounce against what I was using from Sitka um, this time before. And there's that new down jacket. I was lucky enough in Alberta. I was with Scott and Kenton and that jacket is fucking warm. And the thing I like the best is first light, at least listen and built the shit that they didn't have. Because my biggest bitch has always been that I like the uh, first light base layers. And the outer layer from a company like Sitka or Arc'teryx or, or whatever, right, Swazi. Well, you know, they've obviously listened because they're changing because that puffy is extremely, extremely warm. Um, you know, an amazing level, actually. I'm, I'm very excited about that. I'm really excited to hear you think that soft shell is going to be that killer because I feel the same way you did where it was like, they have a lot of really great products, but there's some key ones that I thought they were missing in their system to be uh, in competition with some, like some of these companies you named who are a little bit bigger. Yeah, no, and they did a good job. And I mean, you know, for me, I'm lucky enough uh, to be in the position um, where I can, I don't need to take any money from anyone. I can just use whatever. Um, and, uh, you know, when I posted those videos last week of uh, the, uh, hold on one second, pull my sweater off. Hold on, my head's flat. My sweater's not sitting over it. Um, can you hear me? Mm -hmm. I'm back. Um, gotcha. So when I, last week when I, um, you know, tried out that stuff, or I posted that video on the different, uh, you know, Sitka and First Light stuff, I had a couple guys, one posted publicly, and one posted or private messaged me and they both were like, Hey man, you know, we need some consistency. Just pick what you're going to wear. And I'm like, dude, so, what, do you, what do you mean? So they can follow you. Is that why? Dude, I, dude, I was like, Hey, you know, I, I understand, uh, you know, uh, that maybe you want me to be loyal to your favorite. And, uh, I said, but now that I've left, um, you know, gritty, is it, is it okay to just wear what I want? And the one, I mean, just snap back. That just shows the bullshit you were feeding us when you were with Gritty. And I'm like, really? Like, you can see me wearing sick of clothing for the last seven years off and on, right? The Timberline pants, the cold front jacket. I'm like, dude, I think I've been uh, honest about the fact that First Light Merino and uh, Thick uh, Outer Lake. Well, I'm pretty excited this year that First Light has these other layers. Like, you know what I mean? And I'm like, why does it matter what I wear? I'm just here to produce info on different material. Just because, let's say, next week I shoot a, an Elite, that doesn't make Prime a bad bow, okay? Which I'm not going to do because I like the Prime. But you, you know what I mean? Or mm -hmm. I go from Swarovski to Dice. If they're all good company, that's what I was trying to explain to the guy. I'm like, dude, these all companies, they'd be out of business if they didn't make good clothing just because I jump around, um, you know, testing different stuff. 
my whole, you know, thing is trying to save, you know, people money. Like, hey, this is what you need. This is what you don't need. I mean, the last year list I issued looked like uh, basically I was trying to get sponsored by seven different companies because I was telling the guy to buy shit from all different ones. <laughs> um, so either way, I guess my point being with that is we're in a really good position in the outdoor industry right now um, because of all the different, uh, you know, the products that we have to choose from. I mean, you know, you know, long time ago, a um, long time ago, it was just a car crisis here. My camera gears on my passenger side. She didn't make my thing beep like a person sitting in. Um, you know, not that long ago, you know, you had some heavy ass wool and a flannel shirt or whatever. I mean, now I don't think people realize like that, that waffle fleece type system, the one that, you know, we were talking about from Patagonia first light, the same thing, a core crew from, uh, from Sitka, that shit dries so fast. Like I, I wash it totally. soaked, hang it up just from the heat in the house within a pretty short period of time. It's dry. I mean, that's a game changer. Yeah. It is, and it, they keep getting better with what they're doing. And the difference between older school clothing and newer school clothing is the gaps widening. And it's kind of interesting, though, because I've noticed with the bushcraft crowd, they're reverting a little bit to some of the older technologies. But I think that's a little bit more for aesthetics than it is for practical reasons. The community a bit with Kafaru, you know what I mean? The the bushcraft, uh, the bug out bag, zombie killer. Right, right. You know, the guys that are going to, you know, that are going to carry a big hatchet or a big saw where compared to like a backpack hunter, you know, carrying that shit. Um, which there's nothing wrong with either community, but, um, you know, I kind of lost you when you said they're, they're getting better. Um, you know, the company. And the one thing that I noticed, like, you know, in our testing and, and when we test like clothing, we, we kind of bridge it up, right? We first do the in inside, like, like indoors testing, got them soaking wet and then just hung them dry. That nylon Merino blend dried extremely fast. And, you know, that's just the show of and it, it, it advancing in technology compared to when you just had first, you just had Merino. And then you had, you know, that, that first group of uh, companies they were trying to do the, um, you know, Merino synthetic blend, but didn't quite have it perfect. Now you have a extremely soft, like a super, um, uh, a very, uh, you know what, without going into the microns and everything, basically a very, very soft Merino wool that's not itchy. Now you have a very soft Merino a synthetic hybrid that doesn't stink, that isn't itchy, that dries fast, that's lightweight. I mean, that was, you know, that wasn't even a thought about back in the day. I remember when Under Armour came out, everybody was excited. And then I wore it for three days and I smelled so freaking bad. I'm like, this sucks. It's horrible. <laughs> um, you know, I wore it to the gym and shit and I still do. But as far as, have you ever smelled somebody that's on a seven day backpack on wearing Under Armour face layer? <laughs> I know what you mean. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's horrible. It it traps the bacteria. Oh, dude, it smells like a sack of ass. <laughs> it's it's bad. Um, and that's pretty much that's not just Under Armour. That many, I mean, <laughs> you know, including um, you know, Sitka or Cryptic or whoever. Um, any any um, 
you know, synthetic is going to smell horrible. And, and I've heard guys like, um, you know, like Corey Jacobson, he's a you know, hell of an elk hunter, but he doesn't do much backpack hunt. Um, you know, and I've seen him post about, you know, he he doesn't like Merino as much. He likes synthetic, which is completely fine if you're going back to a wall tent. But, I mean, if you're, if you're backpacking in for multiple days, um, you know, wait till your armpit starts to get a fungus in it, and it itches like a motherfucker. Yeah, you'll be wanting merino lint to leave. Um, you know, so it just depends on what, uh, you know, what type of hunting you're doing. What. Right. And talking about camping and that stuff a little, uh, were you aware there's like a unofficial Kafaru rendezvous in upstate New York? Yeah, well, it's not. Un- it's official. It's an official rendezvous. Yeah, right. well, the um, uh, the eastern... It's a cold weather rendezvous, the one that's like official. Um, and uh, I've never been, and I don't know that I will ever go because I'm not a fan of extreme cold weather. Um, but yeah, there's an eastern rendezvous in northern New York, Patrick's been. I was thinking maybe uh, you should come out for it. Yeah, nah. It would be six that day. Yeah, dude, I don't think you understand. I hate the cold. I And I, when I say cold, I don't mean like 20 and above. I'm talking northern New York cold, where I was stationed for four years cold. I fucking hate it, man. Hate it. And then it snows like a foot an hour up there. Yeah. Yeah. You haven't lived until you snowshoe to the chow hall. <laughs> well, I think I'm going to go. All right. Well, tell everybody I said hi. Now, I, I if will. you want to do one at a different time of the year, that's the thing. I remember about, like, New York with, um, you know, in the summer you're praying for winter. In the winter you're praying for summer. Um <laughs> Because there was just like, there wasn't really four seasons, but I tell you what, as far as like from a photographic perspective, which I wasn't back then, that very, 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 very short, short window of fall is pretty epic. Um, it's pretty amazing, you know, country, especially up in the Adirondacks. Yeah, but could you make it here in the fall? Not the fall, fall, no. Let's figure something out. Maybe I, yeah, but I guess what canoes. my point was is you like, you like far blow your nose and the fall is gone and it's winter yep yep there's summer winter and then the shift between them and that's pretty short yeah and mud season. Then there's a couple of weeks in the middle you get good mud season in there yeah but that's where i first like bass fish musky uh fished or not musky pike i didn't catch any musky i didn't really know what i was doing um most people know you're poor when you're in the, you know, an E1, E2, E3, E4. You might, you might have a vehicle by an E4. Um, and so, like, we, you know, there would be three or four of us all jump in my buddy's vehicle and drive out to these different areas where we could, you know, public land to fish. And, uh, yeah, it was cool. I mean, it was good for, you know, young guy, greener than shit, didn't know, really never left Oregon. I mean, northern New York, even though it was so cold, was a good place to, I, I can't complain starting my first, uh, that'd be my first duty station. I enjoy it here. I personally, but I love the cold too. You know, it was, they were saying like a negative 24, negative 30 with the wind chill, which I don't fucking buy wind chill math, but I can tell you this. I was out there helping my dad on a roof. And as soon as I breathed in that moisture, touched my beard, it froze. So it was fucking cold. And Dude. I love it. Yeah. I fucking love it. I did. I remember my buddy peeing out of a tree stand and it f- turned and freezing before yeah. it hit the ground. Yeah, people talk about that, but it fucking can happen. It can well, fucking so we, happen. 
we went to cold weather school with the Canadian military, right? We, we rolled up and they're like, where are your mucklucks? We've got those big white air filled jump boots or the whatever Mickey the hell Mouse. they're Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse boots. boots. Yeah, work, work list is fun. They're like, where are your mucklucks guys? What the fuck is muckluck? And, uh, like tell you what, we all had mucklucks on shortly thereafter <laughs> trying to set up a GP medium. You know, I, it was, it was cold. Like I could not believe how cold it was. And I mean, you're not really learning anything. You're just suffering. Um, you know, it's that cold. And, uh, yeah, it's just uh, not for me. I uh, I don't like being that cold. Well, on that note, uh, if anyone is interested in this Kafaru rendezvous, go to the Kafaru forums and find it. I guess I could post a link in this podcast to it. I guess I'll do that. I think it's funny. I think we're going to change, not change, because there's still going to be Kafaru rendezvous like the spring one here. But what I'm wanting to do is... Um, I, I want to get people not to go car camp, but I'm going to start doing, well, Frank and I, um, you know, backpacking rendezvous trips um, a little bit more. And they, they still do those somewhat with Kafaro a little bit like the old the old crowd. But um, I want to try to do at least one really good one a year where we, um, you know, get a group of people and backpack into, you know, do a pretty like epic loop. Not like epic, like, um, you know, kill people hike, but you know, do maybe a couple nighter, three nighter loop where we, you know, stop every, you know, five or six miles, set up camp, fish, and head to another spot. Um, you know, you know and then obviously in the fall here is a uh, rent some canoes and do like a through canoe trip. We need to do that more in the summer. Or the summer, whatever. Yeah, but no, that would be cool. That would be fun. Is there anything people should check out, Aaron? Anything new? I know you got the new camera oh. stuff up. I finally listened to the Kafaru update episode where Kafaru is now. That was really good. Enjoyed that. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of stuff coming up. There's a, a new rangefinder I can release Thursday. Uh, clothing, I think I'm good to go from all aspects, from every company, I hope, um, to release. There's a lot of new optics coming out that are pretty amazing, new broadheads. So, yeah, I mean, I don't think I'm going to the ATA show. Um, we've got quite a bit of stuff that popped up at Kafaru. Plus, I'm going to go try and tell Mountain Lion. But, uh, you know, I'm lucky enough to where I, I get all the um, products before the ATA show. Even Not all. I get a lot of the products to test before they get to the ATA show. So I don't really have to go there to see the new ones, which is cool. Yeah, it is cool. How about uh, making it out here for that archery tournament? How about that? It's a definite maybe. Oh, good. Perfect. Yeah, 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 exactly. Did you I'm, check it's it hard out? for me to schedule anything. Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> you told me about it fourteen times. How could I not? Does it does it a definite maybe translate to a certain no? <laughs> no. So uh, John Pinch would be able to describe this best. If I say maybe, it's a seventy thirty to the no. Uh, as I transfer to like, dude, it's looking pretty good. That's a fifty fifty, right? Um, now, if I call you and I'm like, dude, I'm coming, I'm coming, right? Like, there's several certain levels with me, and a maybe is is definitely not like what most people. A maybe for me is a hell of a lot closer to a no than it is a yes. Um, but what I can say is, like, if nothing, I hate with Kafaro the way we're growing and everything going on. I hate to ever say yes this far out for, you know, for anything. But I, 
I can say that it's something that if nothing pops up, I'm definitely coming just because it sounds super, you know, super cool. And, um, you know, it'd be good to get up there and, uh, whatever, hang out with you and play some arrows. So, yeah, it would Are be, I signed up for the, uh, five o'clock line for open class, but I think I might shoot a second open or a hunter one of these Saturday or Sunday too. So it'd be a good time. Yeah, no, no, it'd be cool. So. Anyhow, well, I just pulled up to uh, Kifaru. I should probably get going. Yeah, don't set off the alarm and good luck. Yeah, thanks, man. Take it easy. All right, bye.